Welcome, everybody. This is the Black Atheist Show, and I'm your host, Cliff St. Hubert, the Black Atheist. And this is our pilot episode. And today, basically, what I'd like to talk about is Donald Trump, Christians, and of course, the pandemic, COVID-19. We just went through an election right now. And now, from what it looks like, you know, Trump is not very happy about it. Oh, well. And um, uh, Biden is going to be the new president of the United States. But before I get into that, I really want to talk to you Christians out there specifically. And before I even get into that conversation, I need you to listen to something real quickly just so you can get an idea. This will give you a sense of where we're going to be going in this show. Take a listen. This is a clip that I got from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. And this kind of lays it flat. Listen. Donald Trump has assembled a wide range of supporters at the RNC, and some of the most vocal, evangelicals. Yes, he's a casino owner who's had three different wives, but the conservative Christians know a devout man when they see one. Donald Trump! He represents the godly people of the United States of America. You think he's always acted like a, a good Christian? Absolutely. How can you build that kind of empire if you're not praying to God for good things every day? The man from this time in history, and God will use it. And I don't know that he's going to even be aware of how God is going to use him. You don't think he even knows what his relationship with God is? Absolutely, I think that. They seem convinced, but I was still struggling to see how this man reflected the teachings of the good book. What do you think about the idea of loving thy neighbor? Uh, you don't want somebody living next door to you that's going to sneak over and murder you in your sleep. Who's going to do that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the back end of that, if you didn't catch that, um, uh, after she said, you know, she doesn't want anybody going over the border and murdering you in your sleep, he asked her, you know, who would do that? Like, what, what, what would you think that he? Who would do that? First thing that came out of her mouth. Muslims. Okay. That is typical of what I hear here in the South. I live in the South. I'm in, my, I'm in Florida. And this is Trump country. Florida is Trump country. Luckily, I live in a city where it totally went blue. But when you listen to and you hear people speak, especially in terms of Donald Trump, and you're hearing this from Christians, it kind of makes me wonder where in their book gives them the idea that Trump is a person of good moral standing? You know, I don't see that in this man. And yet Christians always, for as long as I can remember, especially evangelicals, for as long as I could remember, stood on their soapbox or wore the sandwich boards or, you know, used that pulpit to espouse, you know, God's righteousness and home and family and God bless America and all this and that. When it came to Trump, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was rather shocked to see how much support he got from the right-wing evangelical Christians. But then again, at the same time, I wasn't. I, I guess you can say I was hoping that evangelical Christians would have some kind of common sense and practice what they preach. Come to find out, they don't, not at all. Now, they came out in droves to vote for Donald Trump in 2016. And along the years, 
it started to downtick. A lot of Christians started to recognize that this man was literally walking toxic. You cannot, you can't do much about him. There's nothing you can do. There's no reforming this man's way of thinking. There's no changing his pattern. He is Donald Trump, the piece of garbage that you think him to be. That's exactly what he is. Um, but yet a good majority of evangelical Christians still supported him in 2020. In fact, the fact that he broke records in votes, he broke the record in votes is what scares me the most. Because I know a good majority of those people who voted for Donald Trump are, in fact, Christians. And that's sad. Unfortunately, it is pathetically sad. But it's not Christians' faults at the same time. Because when you're fed a healthy weekly diet of propaganda from the pulpit, it's very difficult to you know, wrap your head around what's going on in the rest of the country. Because in your single little space, the one person that you go to for guidance and, you know, moral, you know, whatever it is that you go to church for, that person is telling you that Donald Trump is the second coming of Jesus or something like that. You know, oh, he is sent from God, you know. But then they'll go as far as to say really heinous and dangerous things. Like COVID is not real or COVID-19 won't hurt you or God will protect you from COVID-19. Okay. All right. Take this out. Take a listen to this. Uh, Trump never get, Trump never goes to church had multiple divorces and affairs, lies, cheats, and steals, yet someone he has sent by God, yet a practicing Catholic is some is somehow sent by Satan. So Trump was sent by God. Trump don't even, he's not even a Christian. He's not a practicing Christian. He don't know the Bible for nothing. But Biden was sent by the devil. And Biden is an actual devout Catholic. That dude is Catholic, Catholic, you know what I'm saying? Which of course makes me nervous as well, but at least I know he keeps his faith and his religion to himself as it should be, right? Okay, these pastors, these men of the pulpit, these men of God, they get up on, a, on stage in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people just in that mega church alone, listening to their words. And then on top of that, they're pumping this through the airwaves on TV and on the radio, the same message. Texas mega church pastor and specifically piece of garbage human being, John Hagee was perpetually, um, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a proponent to blame everything on everyone else and that they had it coming because God made it so. Okay. One of his greatest things that he said was Hurricane Katrina was God's judgment on New Orleans for having a gay party. Okay. That's not me. That's Pastor John Hagee. Another thing he said, atheist killed Jesus. Right. Pastor John Hagee said atheists killed Jesus. 
He also went on to say, Sodom and Gomorrah was only a pilot study for killing gays. And God sent Hitler to create Israel. Okay, this is all kinds of stupid, all kinds of crazy. But guess what? Weekly diet for the evangelical Christian. So when that Christian leaves that building, he just got a head full of Hagee, a head full of Copeland, a head full of, oh my goodness, how many pastors out there do we know espousing this garbage on a daily and weekly basis and people are paying them and giving them money to continue this? Sodom and Gomorrah was only a pilot study for killing gays? A pilot study. So God is taking notes on how to murder human beings. This is incredible and irresponsible. Come to find out, John Hagee got diagnosed with COVID-19. That's right. Now, check this out. John Hagee, who was hospitalized with COVID-19 for 15 days and was treated with medicine derived from science, says we have a vaccine. The name is Jesus Christ. As you'd expect, he didn't tell anyone to take it seriously. Instead, he told them to trust in the Lord, their Savior, Jesus. Again, extremely dangerous. Because, yeah, he went and got sick. He went and got hospitalized. He went and got treated because he's got money. Money that he's coaxed people into giving him. He didn't steal it. I'm not going to go so far as to say that he went out and stole this money from all these people. No, he coaxed these people into giving him 10, 15, 20% of their money, their yearly annual income so that he can buy jets and planes and watches and new shoes while you get sick with COVID. You can't even leave your house to buy toilet paper and you hope you don't get so sick, you start seeing pink elephants and purple dragons flying around in your room. You hope that the COVID, the, the virus don't attack you so much that you can't even taste your own food or smell a fire if a fire broke out in your house. He's lucky like that, okay? And he's not the only one. He is not the only one. Pastor who said he can't get COVID. A pastor said that. He can't get COVID. Right? But yet he tested positive for COVID. His exact words were, because I can't get it because I've talked to God about it and I've taken my vaccine. My vaccine is Psalm 91. That's his vaccine, Psalm 91. Hmm, evangelical Christians, man. What is going on with you guys? Like, what is going on with you people? COVID-19 is no joke. COVID-19 will kill you. It is. It does not care if you preach or practice or worship any God or go to any church, mosque, kingdom hall, worship any alien from any planet, Xenu or whatever the hell. It will attack your immune system. It will kill you. And it will take out your whole family if you're not careful. So these pastors, these preachers that are going around saying these things are literally 
sharpening the tips of the nails so they can sl- so they can shut the coffin on you. And I'm gonna read. It's no surprise that evangelical Christians believe major election fraud occurred. Their whole faith relies on believing things without evidence or based on fifth hand, sixth hand, seventh hand testimony, or based on trust in some sketchy authority figure, or based on feelings. You can't live your life like this. You cannot live your day to day this way. You have to have some kind of reason. You have to learn skepticism. You have to be skeptical of the things that are presented to you. If you have questions about something, ask the question. Someone tells you you can't ask that question because they want you to believe a lie. They don't want you to know the truth. So they want you to be ignorant and stooped in your stupidity. So this way they know they can control you and your pocketbook. That's what they've been doing for thousands of years, specifically 2020 years. All right. Think about it. Think about that for a second. Next time you hear someone got sick from COVID, did they pray hard enough? Or did they not pray hard enough? And when they get better, was it really Jesus that saved their ass? Or was it uh, the medications that they received at the hospital by a doctor and a nurse that saved their ass? All right. Okay. I want you to listen to this. This guy is, he's all kinds of special. This man, his name is Kenneth Copeland. If you haven't heard him, this dude literally went on TV and tried to blow COVID away with his mouth. Like, go away, COVID-19. And there's a guy right next to him. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. And he's blowing COVID away. I can't make this up. So he's another clip of this man. Listen to what he has to say here. Yes, we go to bed early and listen to a couple of messages. But Brother Hagan, watch the 700 Club by, you know, 10, 10, 30, turn the light up. Well, we had just listened to Brother Hagan, that first message, and suddenly the word of the Lord came to me. So I, I jumped up and got my notepad and wrote it down, 924. This disease called CODV-19 COD-V-19. will be over much sooner than you think. Christian people all over this country praying have overwhelmed it. Give me all the glory, saith the Spirit of grace. And many, many people will come to know me through it. I'm still Lord over this nation. I'm on the throne and faith in me changes things. Glory to God. Friday night at 924. All right, that's enough of him. I can't take him no more. But yeah, he's got this. He's got, he, had the, he had the remedy. He had the case. Him and Hagee, by the way, he said that March 19th. March 19th, this is when the pandemic hit us even harder. Mind you, Trump already knew that we were going to get sick. He knew this. When he spoke to Bob Woodward on a, on a recorded line, he knew how bad this virus was going to be. He explained to this man how to, you can contract it and that anyone can get it. doesn't matter if you're young or old. And it comes at you from breath. 
and from touch. It's worse than HIV AIDS. It's worse than the common flu that we would have to take the flu shot for. This man knew this in January. The recording with Bob Woodward was February 17th. And he came out a week later acting stupid, playing dumb. Acting stupid, playing dumb. While the rest of us were like, man, how bad is this thing really? How bad is it really? It's really, really bad. Just ask those 250,000 plus people who died since March. Since March. And in that time, men like Copeland and his buddy Hagee, who got COVID, espoused this to all of their followers in their church. And that's disheartening. I don't want no one to get sick. I don't, I don't want no evangelicals to get sick. I don't want no Muslims to get sick. I don't want anyone to catch this virus. I want us to get better. But the only way we're going to get better is if we listen to the scientists. We listen to what the scientists tell us to do. If we do not do what the scientists tell us to do, expect more death. It might be someone you care about. It might be a, someone you know, or it just might be you. Listen to the scientists. Don't listen to these men on the pulpit who robs you of your money. Don't listen to these men who thinks they can just the virus away by blowing into the air, not knowing they're spreading it by doing that. That's how idiotic and moronic these people are. All of them, every last pastor is a fool, especially if you open up your church and have people sitting in congregation, shaking hands, you know, kissing each other on the cheek, strangers. These are your evangelicals, people. These are the Christians in this country, people. What do you do with that? Because at the end of the day, you cannot fix stupid, but you can help the ignorant. The only way you can get out of being ignorant is by knowing by learning and understanding what's going on around you, or else you just remain ignorant. Everyone is ignorant about something on one level or another. The whole key is to be less ignorant. I wanna know as much truth as possible and get rid of non-truths in my life. Something's not true, I don't need it. If it's true, I wanna find out why it's true. How is it true? What makes it possible? And then I can make a sound judgment for myself, for my family, and make some suggestions to my friends that I care about. But if it's not true, get rid of it. Just extinguish it from your life. And this thing, and it takes me right back to Donald Trump. If you voted for Donald Trump, you are either one of two kinds of people. You're either a racist or you're ignorant. You're either a racist or you're ignorant. And I'll explain. The racist part is extremely easy because when the Boogaloo boys or the Proud boys or whoever the hell else, KKK, the Klan, are celebrating that Trump is in the White House, that right there scared me. 
because now they have an advocate for them in the White House. Even though Trump wants to play stupid and act like he doesn't know who the KKK is or, you know, whatever, he knows exactly who they are. He knows intimately who they are. And when he refuses to denounce hate on a debate stage, proof positive, proof positive right there. Now, if you choose to ignore that, then you are ignorant. You are an ignorant person. If you choose to just act like it, he didn't say that, you are ignorant because a racist is a racist. A racist is going to hate me because I'm black. A racist is going to hate my wife because she's Latina. A, a racist don't like anyone that is not like them. They don't like anyone that is not like them specifically in skin color. Specifically in skin color. And let me make this very clear. Yes, there are black racists out there. There are black people who are racist. So you voted for Trump, you're either a racist or you're ignorant. Now, I have a buddy of mine whose roommate is a white man. He's black, his roommate's white. They've been friends since they were in high school for decades now, decades they've been buddies. And I know the man, he's a, he, seems like a, he seemed like a good man until we got into the conversation about the elections that just happened not too long ago. He wanted to know why I would not vote for Donald Trump. I cannot bring myself to vote for a racist. I don't care how good of a policy person you think you might be. If you hate people because they're not white like you, I don't wanna have anything to do with you, bro. I am not voting for you at all. And if you cannot understand, and he couldn't seem to understand that. So he's like, how's Trump racist? When I brought up the whole Charlestown, what happened in Charlestown when those when that white supremacist ran those ran through those people, and Trump came out and said that there's fine people on both sides. First and foremost, Mr. President, there's no such thing as a fine racist. There's no such thing as a fine Nazi. Okay. The only Nazi that I know that's good is a dead one. There's no such thing as good Nazis. They should not even be, they should not even exist in our population to this, to this, um, uh, today, in this day and age. They shouldn't, but they do. And you, Mr. President, have given them a platform to espouse their horseshit. Now, if you cannot see that as a Trump voter, that you're voting for someone who agrees with putting babies in cages, which they'll say, oh, it was Obama who created those cages. Obama made the cages. Okay, fair enough, he made those cages, but he would never have put babies in the cage. They were designed for criminals, not children. And what did Trump do? He took a whole bunch of little kids and threw them in jail from the age of zero to 16. Those kids will never find their parents again. We have destroyed hundreds of families' lives because of Trump's inept stupidity and ridiculousness and his racism. Because of his flawed way of seeing hum human beings, hundreds of children are orphaned, all because of him. 
His entire administration took part in this. His entire administrative staff could care less about these kids. Why? Because they come from Central and South America. And that makes them flawed. That makes them reprobates. That makes them poison. And the whole idea of doing that was to scare Hispanics from not coming into the United States looking for amnesty. That was the purpose of imprisoning babies at the border. And if you don't know, you better read. I'm not gonna do the education for you. I'm just bringing you the facts. If you can't figure it out yourself, then there's nothing much of us can do for you. You are in that box of the ignorant. Now, Trump is out of office. What's the next step? Well, I don't know. We'll see. Because I've been a prisoner in my house since fucking March. I would like to see the beach again. I would like to go to a movie theater again. I would like to send my kids to school without fear. But hopefully this next administration, from what it looks like, are doing everything they can to try to control this pandemic, this virus, using science and scientists. But this astherd is refusing to give this man what he needs to get to work for us. Well, aside from that, there's not really much I can say about that, except I hope and I really do hope you guys stay safe. Please, please don't be a mask hole. Wear your mask everywhere you go. Don't get intimidated by people who are not wearing masks and don't feel ashamed by telling people, bro, how come you're not wearing a mask? You know, don't don't feel don't feel bad. Say it. And wash your hands. As soon as you get in your car, put that Purell on your hands. Once you get home, wash your hands. Wash your kids' hands. Wash your mask once a week. Social distance from people. Believe it or not, all of those measures will help us get through this pandemic until the virus is developed. The vaccine, I'm sorry, the vaccine is developed and it could be administered throughout the entire country. Till then, I'd like to just say thank you for listening to my show. Hopefully I'll hear you guys. And if you want, you can check out my channel on YouTube. I got a couple of videos up there. Like subscribe and share. Uh, I really do appreciate everything. And thank you for listening. Cliff St. Hubert signing off. Black Atheist. Black Atheist Show.